everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 162 for December 12th, 2018. Thank God Tim's back. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. You know, I really do like the horn. Uh, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat, Jim Bashirs, Brad Dudenhofer, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Barry Custom, Creator Nader, and Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. <gasps> what are we working on? What's going on? Tim, you're giving me the eyeballs. What are you working on? Um, thank you for filling in for me last week in my absence. It, wait, it, that was, was, that a, was that a pun? Filling in for me? Nope. No, it wasn't oh. a pun. Um, I was on vacation last week, and I appreciate you guys doing the podcast without me. It made life a lot easier for all involved, except for people who had to listen. I'm going to go back and fix the audio uh, <laughs> because it's a little low. I'm going to try and fix it. I'm going to try and do it tonight when I upload or or do this podcast so we'll see if that helps but uh it was a very enjoyable so everybody episode. listen to it again please once yes Tim fixes that's it. that's what i'm saying if you've listened to it and you thought it was kind of quiet you can wait listen a minute to how do we so. know that you're really gonna try to what he's just gonna say yeah i try I, there's nothing i can like, do. i tried just erase the yeah episode. yeah it's, it wasn't worth saving <laughs> this, this is what happens when i'm not here <laughs> no it was a very good episode um from what i listened to which is Okay, I didn't listen. But anyway, so what am I up to this week? I was on vacation last week, and uh, I'm back, and I'm catching up on... I've had a lot of uh, Etsy orders. Um, many of them are things that are pre-made. Like, I, you know, I make a batch of them, and, and then I, uh, you know, because this time of year, it's like there's certain things I was trying to make some batches and sell. But then I also have some stuff that... Not as complicated as your whiskey boxes, Phil, but, you know, a few things that you make to order, like some signs and stuff like that. I've had it, mm-hmm. like a, a cribbage board that I make that takes a little bit of time, but you know, not like a ton of time. So I'll see and see stuff. And I, I had a, a bunch of sales. So it was actually, a, it was like the old days of Etsy for me this, this month. Cause it used to be like that, like all the time, you know, like, <laughs> but Etsy's like a lot, it's changed a lot. It's, it's difficult, but uh, it was nice. I had a few sales there and, um, I'm working on, Oh, uh, Paul Jackman, our, our friend was just at my shop this week, the day I got back from vacation and we made a guitar together. Um, oh, cool. Yep, there's going to be a video for that on his channel. Um, he glued up a blank, like the Jackman style, gluing up a bunch of pallet slats together. As, as long as shop. you don't put his name on it, I think it's going to be amazing. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea to not not put his name yeah. on it. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, I've got a couple other jobs going on that I'm, I'm starting. I'm finishing up this left-handed guitar, which is coming out nice. That is and, really um, coming out nice. Um, yeah, I didn't film it or anything, but I'm really proud of it. And um, and then, uh, yeah, that's about where I'm at now. I have a few jobs I'm starting this week. I'm going to be making a coffee table with a, um, a truck hood for the top of Ooh. it, uh, which should be kind of cool. Uh, I'm making a really cool sign. Here's a question. I'll put it out there to listeners. Um, I'm making a, uh, some wall art for a guy, and it's uh, Led Zeppelin IV, the album. It's mm-hmm. the, the four symbols from it. Like Usually people say Zoso, although it really isn't a word. But you know those four symbols? There's like a feather, and uh, I'm making those symbols out of reclaimed wood to hang on a guy's wall. 
Um, And so I want to play, I want to make a video of it just because I think the project's going to look really cool. And uh, I was going to, I was thinking about playing a Zeppelin song, like trying to do some version of a Zeppelin song. Stairway, obviously. Well, it has to be off Zeppelin 4, which Stairway fits. And so I was thinking about doing Stairway, but I wanted to see if anybody had any other suggestions besides Stairway. I think Stairway would be cool. Um, Cashmere is cool. Going to California is going to California. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It might have to do with other vocals, though. Because the guitar don't part do the vocal, but don't do the vocal. Just do the, the guitar, guitar, just the picking. Yeah, just the guitar. Yeah, because that's but a like, very, very notable um, yeah. Zeppelin song. Yeah, and like like Black Dog would be great, but there's a lot of downtime yeah. with the vocals, you know. When the levee breaks, literally nothing more notable than go bluesy. Yeah. When the levee breaks, ah, yeah, no, that one's yeah too bluesy for you. Yeah, I don't like that song. Oh, you know what? Uh, um, 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 Ramble on. That's not on that album, though, is it? Thought it was. It's a great song. Yeah. What album is that? It's like one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. Yeah. It's like the tagline to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should change see. the title to Ramble On. Let's do it that for next that. week. Yeah, it's on the Ramble well, On's on Led Zeppelin. It's going to be every two, week. Oh, it's on two. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I still like yeah. um, uh, going to California. Yeah, that's, that's a bit. I'll have to listen to that again. I haven't listened to that record in a long time. So. It's a, it's okay, a really, we're trying to trick us to going to California. No, I'm learning it on cigar box guitar, so if I can do that, you can make something amazing on a real guitar. You're learning going to California? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. How about you do this? The, well, no, I'm not going to laugh. With vocals. With vocals. Hey, Bill, how about you? What are you up to? Uh, I am still plugging away at salon stuff. Um, there's just holdups right now with the construction process. And uh, so there's not a lot I can do, but I am continuing with the retail shelves, um, the center support strut. I've been working on that. I just posted a picture on Instagram of a bunch of little pieces of pipe, which is actually part of the retail shelving, um, just to support the ends of the shelves. There'll be one center support, and then the pipes will actually hold up the ends as little... stop blocks i guess you would call it if you think of it that way but anyway so that's all and then work's been busy and then gearing up for uh my trip to utah which ah, it's getting closer and closer and i'm excited that's going to be such an amazing thing trying to figure out which direction we're going to go um we are you didn't know tim but we're going to drive now as opposed to well i did uh, know because i listened last week oh you're such a sweetheart you listen yeah. to our show, um, and, yes. I, and I, I, I would, if I was there last week, I would have commented when you're talking about the trailer versus driving. Like, I think that the it would be less in gas to drive than to rent that trailer. I think like, so too. Way less, and then but then you think about like oh the environmental impact, you know, like that that would be what you expect me to say. But I think that you dragging that trailer would cut your fuel economy down compared to that little. That little SUV is probably 25 miles to the gallon. I think that you it would is, come yeah. out being a bigger environmental damage <laughs> towing it with your truck then. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's a matter of seeing which way we can go, too. If um, if I took the trailer, I wouldn't even consider going somewhere where the weather might not be perfect. I would go south and then up. Yeah. Um, but by both of us driving a, a four-wheel drive vehicle, um, we can go like Highway 80 goes basically up to Reno and then across into salt lake city yeah, uh, through the pass i drove it 
Yeah, and it's a major highway, so they keep it pretty clear. So unless there's an mm. actual snowstorm going on, even if it's snow, they keep it clear. There would be no issues. Wouldn't have to have chains. So we have that option, and it's it's three to four hours less driving time by doing it that way too. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've I'm done that before too that. with the walkie-talkies, like to save yourself. And we just we just got some walkie-talkies. Yeah, and it's so much fun. You know, they're only the size of a cigarette lighter now, and they got like a 15 mile range on them. They're oh. awesome. We like a decade ago, I bought some. Yeah, they're a little bit bigger than a cigarette. They're more like a Zippo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, and yeah, they had like, they're small. It was like a yeah. five mile range. Yeah. And my buddy and I, we were like, we were we were driving the same way home from a gig, and so we were using them. And then we got to the point where our paths separated, and we couldn't believe how long we could still talk. We're both doing seventy miles an hour in the opposite direction. We're talking for like ten more minutes. <laughs> crazy. Now we got some uh, like thirty bucks, and it's. Um, the range, like uh, 15 miles in open country and then five miles inside like a city. and then, But it also has a little weather radio on it. So I don't know. But I guess but when we get there, we're just going to give them to the kids anyway. Here you go. Oh, they'll love them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, Phil, you, you've you got that rugged look about you again with that scruffiness. I have it shaved. I love it. What's going on, buddy? I actually took a sick day today because I wasn't feeling too great. But um, oh. This weekend, I got a lot done. We uh, we are transforming certain areas of the house for the kids to make them a little different. So now our living room is going from like a little baby toy with foam padded to more of an art center area. We've got the cubbies, and I built um, a melamine cabinet. It's basically just an oversized kitchen cabinet that I made to fit the specific space um, with three locked-in shelves and then pinholes, uh, shelf pins mm -hmm. to yeah. put in adjustable. So I was Perfect. able to sort of put it into place and then my wife sort of was like, oh, but I'd rather put this here and this there and this there. And so we got like a perfect, highly customizable cabinet. Um, and I built and painted four step stools, three of which are already sold and I'm putting one into inventory for an order that will inevitably come before Christmas because that always happens. Someone's like, I know it's last minute, but could I get one? Uh, and the other thing is two out of those three step stools are from like previous customers from Etsy. We're like, you did one for my, uh, for my sister's kid. I want one for mine. Or, you know, I got one for my nephew. I want one for mine. So it was like, that was really cool. Um, and I got I, like, I have like seven open orders on Etsy right now. It's crazy. And I've got some trays and I've got another whiskey box that is basically done. It just needs a clear coat on it and out. Um, what else did I do that was really cool this weekend? Oh, our central vac broke. My wife's like, I can't get the central vac to work. Like, it's just not working. So I go into the garage today, and I manually switch it on, and it works. So I'm like, okay, thank God, because that's the most expensive part of the whole thing, right? And then I hit the reset. Okay, nothing. I put the hose into one of those outlets. Nothing. The switch is not working. So I'm like, okay, so it's obviously the hose, right, because the central thing works. And I was like, ask one of your friends if we could borrow one of their hoses. Anyways, it was too late at night, and whatever, we weren't going to do it. So then I watched a YouTube video, like five minutes before we were about to record this. And there was one guy's like a tip. He's like, if it's not working, the hose normally goes in this way, like zero degrees with the cutout. Turn it 90 degrees to the left and put it in. You're bypassing the switch. It'll just turn on. Sure enough, boom, it works. Yep. So next step, I got to figure out how to repair that switch. But in the meantime, at least the vacuum works again. Mm. So that is was the switch on the hose or is it in the outlet? On the hose. Yeah. Then so the, what yours you, just turns on automatically when you plug it in? Now, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's not the worst thing in the world, but obviously I want it to be a temporary situation. Mm. 
Um, so that because that's annoying. But uh, anyways, that so problem solved. Like you've never seen my wife so happy. I fixed the vacuum. You know what I mean? So that was fun. And I did one other thing. I can't. Oh, I tried to get my uh, I tried to get my spray gun to work because I want to I want to use spray instead of roller for the step stools because I had a lot to do. So I figured, great, this is a good opportunity to use a sprayer. Hmm. Because using a sprayer for one-offs is just like a waste of time for setup and cleanup and all that stuff, right? And kinda. I don't know. I just could not get it to lay out any more than like the thinnest of films. And I used water to thin the paint, and I used Floetrol, and I, you know, and I was able to get, uh, I was able to get paint thinner through the gun, no problem. But I could not get the paint to go through. Anyway, so I got a, I got to fiddle with it. But I just got fed up, and I ended up using a roller to, to paint four of them. So right now that that gun is soaking in a bucket. Could be yeah. the needles are worn, the tips are I, worn. I've, I haven't used it for more than five minutes ever. Oh, never mind. I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. Hey, I had an idea though for your your trays. Um, I remember you, you were talking about um, their you know the prototypes and doing all the different stuff, and they're thinking about. I got to thinking for whatever reason the other night if you incorporated the idea of a. Uh, I've seen some custom little cheese cutting trays that where the knife slid in one side and this was all, you know, so if you, what if you had a little pocket that actually held like the little pack of papers, um, and another, a lighter. Yeah. Uh, another pocket for the lighter to slide into, you can kind of make it a little bit thicker, but it, that might be like the upgraded, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, having little pockets. That is what hold. mine was. Oh, is it? So, like, they're cutouts for the tray, like the work area, and right. then one was for papers and one was for the grinder. Right. But now they changed the design so that there's just, like, a hole for the lighter to pop into so it's upright, so it kind of looks like a desk organizer. Right. And then the other, there's a, a very narrow slot for, I've never seen this before, but apparently it's a thing. It's a business card. You pull it out of a piece of paper, and it's a metal, basically a cheese grater, and then that's the grinder. So anyway, so that slips into a very narrow slot and it sits upright. I'll show you a picture afterwards. But my idea was having them hidden. So looking at oh, the tray, all you see thick. is a, an empty tray. You see what right. I'm saying? And then all the accessories yeah. would be like uh, inside of it, and that would be a much higher end product. You know what would be yeah. cool is that little cheese grater. You know, like yeah. the cat. You know the cabinet drawers that have like the you push it and then the then it, the spring releases and the door pops open. What if you had yeah. it so you could like push the cheese grater, like it like you slide it in and it's like flush and then but there's a little tiny finger hole so you just give it a little push and boop it pops out. That is cool. Be like an that extra. Feels like a lot of work for what oh, I'm trying to do work. here. No, I'm not talking about for this job. I'm I'm saying like another product in you general, can make. Yeah. You know, it's like to look at it sitting on the table. If if grandma came over. She would think it's just a tray, but yeah. everything you need is there. There's something there. I mean, you could also kind of make it like a secret hinge. We could have a lid. box. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah what if you lid. made like your entire tray, but there's a lid that had like a magnetic clasp that went over it or something, yeah. or like a pivot point so it spun around. So something up, there. And on the there's front, on the top of it, you have like a picture of like, you know, like the family photo. You, know, you can slide a photo <laughs> in there or something. You know, there's like some kind of like. Uh, but you don't have to do that now. It's legal here. There's no shame in it, gentlemen's. Well, it's it's not a matter of it being shameful. It is a matter of still like I can imagine um, somebody still, even though it's legal, you don't want grandma coming over and seeing it, you know, because they're past the point. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So just just you don't have it sitting out in the open. That's all. All right, all right. 
I think okay. in 10 years that would be an obsolete thing because I think it will be so commonplace. Yeah. It'll be like having a, you the know, nobody's. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking There's more no of a medicine stigma. cat. There's no aspirin, you know. It's yeah. like decanters, you, you know, on your counter. Correct. Like, you know, yeah. Everybody knows there's whiskey in it. It's not a big deal. Hey, I wanted to jump back to your um, uh, your whiskey boxes and tell you about. Do you remember I made those Star Trek badges a while back? Yeah, yes. the aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have those up on my Etsy page. And uh, a guy wrote to me recently and he was like, hey, could you make one like the traditional, like, you know, you know, the original Star Trek? Uh, you know, engineering, and I was like, yeah, yeah sure. I was basically, you know, it's like be a few changes, be like, you know, extra custom job. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, I don't need a pin on it or anything. I'm gonna put it in a box, on a box. And I'm like, well, what do you mean you're gonna put it on a box? You know, and he says that apparently there's a, and they did this with Kirk before, so that's a couple years ago. But apparently there's a Scotty brand Scotch coming out. Okay. <laughs> right, and uh, it's coming out I think in March, and so he wants to make a. So I was running back and forth with this guy, like I'm just geeking out, and um, yeah. and and you know, so he wants to make a box to put it in, and then have the engineering badge, like of course on the top. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm like, slow down. I need to make the lid for you because I need to recess the badge yeah. into the lid, and it needs to be a sliding lid, and then you have to have a French, you know, interior that holds the box. It needs to look like a presentation, like you know, Starfleet would give. <laughs> You know, yes, and, uh, a retiring and captain. Yeah, he's like, can you do it in engineer. mahogany? I'm like, yes, I can do it in mahogany. I don't even you're, care about reclaiming this. Project. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to flock the inside for sure. Well, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna French it and flock it, or or we haven't fully French decided it. yet because we haven't until March. Or I'm gonna use um silk. Where's no flocking. Silk. You know, silk is gonna be so hard to glue and do everything in there. Flock it. You just wanted to say flock it. Yeah, he did. Want to say that. What does <laughs> Frenching not. mean? I was gonna say, um, quit flocking like around. Kaizen foam is like Frenching, where you cut it so it fits in perfectly. Yeah. It's like oh. a French a French drawer, and um, you know you do it in. It doesn't have to be foam, obviously, but you used to do it in wood and stuff. But so you you want to create a cradle for the bottle to fit perfectly in. But I might I could just do like a neck rest too, which is probably what you do. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking That's... like for this, I, we were talking about like having this like crushed velvet or silk, you know, and maybe even like a silk. Um, that that goes over the bottle, so it looked like a, you know, like you like you're gonna take this 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 box and you're gonna jettison it out in the space when someone dies, like a coffin or something, you know. <laughs> well, Jimmy Dewan did die, and he did get jettisoned out in the space. He's the first person yeah. whose ashes, the first human ashes, to be scattered That's in crazy. space. By the way, I do not do a neck holder because I don't always know where the bottle is going to be or what kind of shape it is. But what I right. do is I put in um, plane shavings. Yeah, and then. That's you, that's not Starfleet grade. It has to be, yeah. you know. That's that's rustic. This has to be Starfleet. Like this has to be future. You know, right? I need to use yeah, but like, they appreciated craftsmanship in the future. So. Well, they didn't. The box will be made. You know, what, I mean, what are, box okay, joints. Okay, I got it. You know. I got it. I got it. Dilithium crystals when they deplete, they actually are kind of like um, foam peanuts. All you got to do is find some uh, depleted <laughs> dilithium. <laughs> I really thought he was going somewhere good with that, to be honest, because he had it all down. Yeah, he's, he, knew, he knew dilithium crystals, yeah. and he knew depleted. Yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've seen a few episodes. Or he just did some quick Googling. But yeah. um, I, My hands are right here. I can't operate this podcast and Google at the same time. Sorry. Touché. But, but I, I thought you would appreciate that, Phil, and probably no one else. Yeah. We, are, we lost half our listeners by now. but No, no, uh, there's probably at least three or four other Trekkies. Yeah. 
By the way, quick, very, very quick story. At work, I work with a lighting consultant. He helps plug us into stores and to find reps and all this stuff. Um, but he's been in the business for 40 years. Super serious guy. Like he's been president and CEO of like all these different lighting companies across North America for sure. Like you guys know them, but I, I don't want to divulge it. Anyways, out of nowhere, he throws out this Star Trek reference. And I'm like, wait a second. Do you know? Are you into Star Trek? And he goes, yeah, my wife has sewn me many costumes. And I'm like, I'm thinking he's like just joking with me right now, like just ripping him. Yeah. I'm like, are you, so what's your favorite? Co-? He's like, oh, she's made me like a Klingon, like a full. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, but I also have like an engineering. I was like, what color is your engineering? He's like, oh, it's it's red, of course. I was like, so the old series. He's like, of course the old series. I'm like, geek out with this guy, like out of nowhere. <laughs> and this guy's like $200 an hour for his help. Oh. Cost the company probably three hundred dollars. Yeah, just for your geeking out. <laughs> I, I had one of one of the badges I sold on Etsy. The I haven't sold a lot because they're expensive, you know. Uh, for the serious Trekkie, because there are people that make like seven dollar ones out of plastic and nine dollar ones out of wood and stuff, you know. But yeah. um, and and by the way, for the box, it's going to be brass, not aluminum. If we do this box, it has to be brass. This is original series, you know. But they weren't. Yeah, but they were sewn on. They were just they were sewn, sewn on, badges. but they were gold. They're gold with the black. Yeah. I'm going to do black infill and everything. It's going to be... But, uh... So, the the last uh, Star Trek badge I sold, the guy put a note on it that it was... F- <laughs> My wife has stopped listening by now, too. Sorry, Gwen. <laughs> That's a great way to get her to stop listening on a weekly basis. <laughs> um, he, he just put the note when he ordered it. He said, this is for a Star Trek-themed wedding. And it was, yes. um... I forget which one he was, engineering or... I think it was science officer. I don't remember which. And, uh, so I... Because uh, I'm, you know, I'm not about money. <laughs> I gave him a second one for his bride. <laughs> I put like a, I think I put medic because I had, no one's going to buy the medic one. So I just threw a medic one in with it and mailed them two <laughs> like for the price of one. Did he ever like, say anything? Oh, he thanked me, you know, but uh, and he, he put a picture of him. So the wedding was awesome, you know, like, like a little Etsy oh, review, cool. you know. But, so, um, so not he being didn't, a He didn't trekkie. say on the Etsy review that it was free because he doesn't want to open the floodgates, you know. But, right. <laughs> Not being a Trekkie, I, I lived with my eldest sister um, when I was like 12 years old. I moved in with her for a few years. And as a kid, I watched Star Trek. I just thought it was a really cool show. And, you know, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I'm a 12-year-old watching Star Trek. It was awesome. It was awesome. A thousand years later, I'm now an adult. And she starts for Christmas sending me things like Star Trek-themed things for Christmas. And yeah. So the first one came. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. It was like a Franklin mint plate, you know, with Captain Kirk's face on it or something. <laughs> like, okay. And then I'm noticing every year she's sending me this Star Trek stuff. So finally, one year we actually got together, and I and I said, Kathy, I love you, but why do you keep sending me? So well, I thought you collected it. I'm like, whatever gave you the impression I collected anything Star Trek? She's all, well, you used to watch it. It was really nice that she remembered that. Yeah, but the only collection I had was all the crap that she sent me. <laughs> that was funny. I hope she listens. Um, <laughs> no, she stopped. Okay. She, she stopped sending me stuff. So. Oh, well, after you said that, of course you did. That's you yeah, heard her feelings, you, you know. Yeah. Actually, we haven't spoken since. So. No, we just. <laughs> yeah, that Classic about right. Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can tell you stories. Okay, well, let's do that in the post-show. Uh, so, this week's topic. It's coming up on Christmas. We are T-minus 14 days from Christmas Eve. And uh, some of us 
might be a little short on funds to purchase presents for those that we love, or bills are piling up, or we overspent on presents, yada, 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 whatever the reasons may be, I thought it would be good to talk about an episode, or to talk about ways to quickly make a good amount of cash before the holiday season just to catch up or to pay off or to be able to buy our loved ones some presents. Um, yeah. So I'll go first just because I'm going to filibuster you this don't want You don't want nobody to okay. take your idea. That's why. Well, I'm kind of doing it right now. So basically I take all these like – all the scrap that's in, in the shop, right? And I make like these little items because scrap is the easiest to get a hold of and – Nice wood in the form of scrap is a worthless. So if you actually just did want to go buy it, you could buy, go to a cabinet shop, get offcuts, right? Because they'll give you offcuts all day long, or the scrap bin at Home Depot, or at the, you know, or at the lumberyard, whatever it is. You can get scraps, uh, super cheap, and you make these items and you put them up on Etsy. And if you don't already have an Etsy store going, I agree that's a more difficult proposition, but. I'm answering this as me and not as some anonymous person. I do have an Etsy store. It is going. I could just populate it with a bunch of stuff like iPhone holders and business card holders and, you know, variations of things that I already do. Um, I've made, like, in advance, like, eight or nine of these iPhone holders or phone holders or whatever, and I just, at work, I was like, you know, I showed one to one person, and then eight more people were like, oh, I want one. How much? And I was like, 30 bucks, you know? So... They're all made out of hardwood or some kind of reclaimed or something really, really nice. And 30 bucks times eight, it's $200, $210 right away. There you go. And so there's all kinds of quick ways to do things. For me, smaller things are fast. And even though it's not a lot of money each time, it does add up very, very quickly rather than like, oh, I'll make a coffee table and not to rain on anybody's parade, but like, oh, I'm going to make a coffee table, it's $300, and you just kind of need someone to need a coffee table and to have 300 bucks ready to spend right now. I like yes. it. That's the, that's the yeah. end of my filibuster. Yeah. Uh, I'll take a controversial uh, road to this. No drugs. You can't drug deal. I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> Sell some tools. Yeah. You just Look, took yeah. mine. I did that one too, yeah. That was... Look, uh, yeah, Look that was through, mine. Like the yeah, if you've got house. it in excess, clean house yeah. and and put some tools on Craigslist. I think is a is yeah. probably a quick way. Facebook uh, Marketplace. I have not as many as Tim, but one thing I know right off the top of my head, I have an excess of is is uh, angle grinders. You know, so if I no, had to, you're, you're wrong. You can never have too many angle <laughs> grinders. <laughs> But that would be something. I mean, just like you said, clean house, do uh, an early spring cleaning and see what you can part with, what you maybe aren't using, maybe something you don't want to sell, but it's like, you know what, I haven't used this in a while. If I do need it again, I can incorporate it into a bid or a job anyway and repurchase that. Like, you know, your bandsaw. Maybe you don't use your bandsaw all the time, you know? It's, me it's like you're inside my head right now. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I would say is, is uh, spring cleaning, Sell some tools, yeah. man. Make some quick. Cash. I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of the biscuit joiner. Like you know, it's like well, there's the <laughs> one. Like, if, you, if you still have it, right? You know, like I have mine. I haven't used it in six months, but I like to have it. But I don't need it. You know, like, oh, yeah. If I need it I again, I can buy it, it again. It won't sell. <laughs> I I put two I tools up on Craigslist. Uh, a what did I say? Say um. I can't sell mine as a gift, but it was a drill press that I bought for forty bucks that I saw sold for eighty like five years later. And uh, and this biscuit joiner, actually, my brother gave it to me as a birthday present. 
Uh, but literally, I've used it once, and it didn't work properly, and I have no real need for this thing. And I put it up for like $70. Yeah. And it's like brand new. It's still I still have the box. I'm not going to sell it for less than $70. It's like just not worth selling it for less than that. I wonder if that's a regional thing too, because I mean, there. I think there's a lot of people that still. We got some flack about saying that the you know biscuit joiners are in, yes. you know, passe. So I, I think there are people that still use them, but I I definitely think it's a, um, you know, if you're into making more cabinet type furniture, I bet you use the heck out mm. of it. Tabletops, things like that, where you're using it every day. Maybe areas. Maybe I'd have better luck selling a biscuit joiner here than you would in your area is what I'm saying. 100%. That's yeah. for sure about the yeah. regionality of it. But the yeah. truth is, and I got a really long email, but a very informative one from my friend June, who said to me, um, what we use the biscuit joiner for, and we, I mean like the maker community for like alignment on tabletops is right. really not what the biscuit joiner is for at all. No, it's not. It's 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 for it's for she could cabinetry like uh, yeah you know, cabinet joints butt yep, joints right yeah. yeah but on plywood yeah mostly on plywood and uh, um, uh, melamine MDF that melamine that yeah. type of stuff yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. it's a quick way it's a tool that helps you build cabinets quickly yeah right. it's so, better than dowels for that you know in my opinion yes oh because the alignment is is way yeah. less uh, or the whatever the, the requirements well it's not it's not um, stringent. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like if, if the dowel's off a little bit, the whole thing's screwed. You know what I mean? But the right. biscuit, you got that play. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, no, it, it's nice. I like having it, like I said. But if I'm strapped for cash and I, I need to get, you know, whatever crap du jour trendy gift that, you know, needs to be under the tree this year, that, that could go and I could get it again. Um, you know what? There's, there's, an up, there's another part of this as well, and that is to kind of flip tools. Like, I watch Craigslist like a hawk. Like, True. I'll spend Very good probably, point. I'm going to say 15 to 20 minutes a day just cruising Craigslist and Kijiji just because I like to know what's going on as far as tool prices mm -hmm. and what's out there. But if I was, if, if I was, I am, but if I were so inclined to do this, I would find something I know is a ridiculous low price, bring it home, take clean it up obviously that's always the first thing just wipe it down get the dust off of it you know degrease it whatever it is take like good six or seven pictures from good flattering angles and then put it back on craigslist you can double your money in a second i mm -hmm. find people are just ridiculous with the horrible pictures they take it's yeah. like oh let me let me take a picture one solitary picture with this blurry potato camera that i have it's like we all have iphones there's all there's a minimum level of cameras that everybody's cell phone has like it's crazy i i understand let me just put some vaseline on the lens before i take this picture yeah it is pretty interesting to look at craigslist listings and see what's out there you know speaking of tools that you may have i this might be youtube specific for people to make videos in their shop but i break cameras a lot <laughs> and uh i don't buy good ones like i don't have a thousand dollar camera you know i buy like uh canon rebels is basically what i like to use and they're you know 300 something bucks i usually buy them used um and i you know i don't have to buy the whole camera sometimes i have a few lenses from doing this for a few years but um there's a market for the broken cameras uh and i could not believe how much money i got i went i decided i had like three cameras that were laying around that were broken I mean, they all mm -hmm. had some functionality, or one of them had... It was like, oh, well, this one, the screen doesn't work, and this one doesn't focus right, you know, whatever. And I know I could probably clean them up and fix them and figure them out, but I had no interest in doing that, no time to do that. Bought mm -hmm. a new camera, and I listed them on eBay, and I made money on the three broken cameras versus what I spent for the new one that works. Wow. 
Yeah, like the it's a, it's incredible what and I, like one of them went to auction. The other two I ended up just selling because I couldn't believe the offers I was getting on. Well, them. that's because um, somebody's doing exactly what Phil just said, and they were flipping them. Yeah, well, there, there are people that, that do know how to fix them. Want to yep. spend the time fixing well, them, yeah. and they're going to fix them, flip them. Yep. Yeah, Part, exactly. And so that's uh, more more power to them. Like that's great yep. for me because 100%. They're, they're sitting in a box in my basement. They're not doing me any good. So like broken tools too is my point. Like I have a lot of broken things because I make things out of them or I I want to fix them someday. But you know what? I don't want to fix them that much. A lot of them. You know what I mean? Like I want to I want to see them get used again. But I can't fix everything. <laughs> You know, I can't learn how to be a camera tech on top of like learning all the other things I'm learning and doing all the other things I'm doing. So challenge accepted. What's that? You're gonna be learn to be a camera tech? Correct. All right, I well, got some I, cameras I, for sale. I, I definitely could. <laughs> Hardly you know. used in a clean environment. <laughs> I replaced the screen on my iPhone. Like I, I, I'm not worried about taking a camera apart. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Now that we're the, that we're still on the Craigslist thing, uh, instead of selling physical goods, uh, sell a service. Handyman. Handyman for hire. We're yep. coming up on the holidays. People I, want. I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So then I'll let you elaborate. No, no. I mean, for me, one of one of my specialties that is simple and easy: redo somebody's fence, or redo somebody's deck. And um, I, I currently support winter it. time. Well, he yeah, doesn't we, have winter. Yeah, I mean, in my again, we're regionality here. I supported myself for six months. You know, when I when I was laid off at the pet hospital where I met Casey until I got the job at the airport, just redoing people's backyards, their fences, their decks. Um, mm, yeah, it's 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 it, it's good money. You know, you can charge a, a lot of people will pay you hourly, um, just depending upon how much time. Because sometimes they want to be there, so you have to be there when they're home. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 a good money. Handyman services absolutely is a good way. Mm-hmm. Like yep, that's like a good one. Just thinking, like people are gonna, it's the holidays. People are gonna have family and friends over, and you know they don't want that crack on the wall to be there. So if you know how to plaster and paint, I mean, you could be making a good twenty-five to thirty bucks an hour, easy. You know, mm-hmm. just fixing doorknobs. You know, easy peasy stuff. I got to tell you, my father-in-law needs my help to change a light bulb. Well, I was, right. So these are real people. Right. Mm-hmm. Light bulb. Now this time of year, believe it or not, you can sell your services for helping people decorate their houses. You, uh, you and their find trees. Yeah. Their, tr- their trees climbing up on the roof, hanging lights and stuff, go to the upscale neighborhoods and you'll find people that will pay, pay to do that. You know, just that's doing the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a pass for me. I'm not getting on anybody's roof. You don't like the light. Yeah. You don't like the heights, huh? It's not that. There's ice, you know, there's climbing ladders in the middle, and it's like minus 10 degrees. No, yeah. thanks. Yeah, again, it's, it depends upon where you're at. Um, here's yeah. one that yeah. I don't know. This is something that I've done as a kid, and I've done with kids, and it is a thing that you can do with your kids if you want to help your kids make some money this time of year, um, is you go mistletoe hunting, believe it or not. When I was a kid, and then as I became a teenager, my stepbrother used to get all the cousins and us together. And we, he, in uh, the area where I live, you go to these, we would go hiking with all these little kids. I would climb up in the tree, tie a rope around this big, giant bush of mistletoe, because it's like a fungus on trees. It literally grows off of trees. It's not a native bush or something. Mistletoe hangs off of trees. Tie a rope around it, he would yank it down, take that big, giant thing of mistletoe, and you break off a couple little sprigs, put a little cinnamon stick with it, tie a red ribbon around it, and you can go all day long. Like the kids go uh, to the front of the store selling a candy bar for a dollar. You can sell those little mistletoe cinnamon stick 
bunches for five bucks each. Did you know he grew up in Mayberry? I had no idea. I did not know this. <laughs> if you've not done this, if, if it's something that I don't know if mistletoe only grows in California, I don't know. But it's I, something. I didn't even know it was a real thing until you just said it. No, it's oh, a real. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real it, thing, and it, and it is a weird like. A weird, I knew something was strange about it. It's, it's highly poisonous, I believe. Which well, explains yeah, some but things. I mean, explains a lot. Yeah. Hydrangeas yeah. ain't supposed to. You're not supposed to eat those either. No, you're not. It no, is, you're not, Bill. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah. um, Stop eating the mistletoe. Seriously, that's what. And we would go hang out at like the Home Depots and the grocery stores and stuff, and just people walk up. You know, everybody who's not going to give you five bucks for a little bundle of the mistletoe, fresh mistletoe that you can hang up in your house, and it smells like cinnamon. You know, that's it's similar to one of the ideas I had is that like Phil was talking about with the the Etsy store of you know not everybody has an Etsy store, and maybe it's like oh it's it's fourteen days till Christmas. And it's too late. All the craft shows are already closed. Is like, yeah, to set up a lemonade stand, but not like a craft stand of making your little five dollar to ten dollar wood items. Like, go find out. Like the the box store is probably not going to let you hang out in front of them, but mom sure and pop store might. You know, box, box stores will let you do that all day long. Yeah, some of them. There really are craft uh, fairs happening though. So but look into the, that. It might be, yeah, but one. it might be too late to get into one. You know, but I'd um, be surprised. These community things. A like, lot of them will. The, We'll take you. Yeah, if you have, and again, it's like $5 to $10 items, like simple like business card holders and iPhone holders exactly. and like little wooden trees or those balancing. I used to sell a ton of those little balancing wine bottle holders that look like they oh, yeah. were, they were you know, defined. That, like a plank, a hole, and, a, and like a miter And cut? a miter, that's it, yeah. I used to make them um, decorative. I, or I would do them all like funky shapes and stuff, you know, try to make them look as crazy as possible, you know. Right. But uh, yeah, you can sell those things all day. You make them look like Christmas trees and anything that's going to be like holiday themed is going to go. Yeah. You know. People love to buy ornaments. People love to spend money on on ornaments. I don't get it, but people do. Pen pens are uh, a quick and easy thing too. You know, we've got yep. that little Harbor Freight lathe back here. I mean, if I had to, I could whip out twenty pens. You know, not to the quality of people that are selling them for seventy five bucks, but I could whip but out twenty pens and sell them. Pens. Yeah, yeah, well, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollar pens and sell yeah. them all day long. How much you know, is the hardware? About four bucks. No, not even like two bucks. If a you pen. buy them in bulk, yeah, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah. Is it good though, or is it just like a horrible pen? No, it's good. They're replaceable cross pens. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, it's not. The cheap ones are like a buck fifty, and they're fine. They're like, huh. it's a pen. The ink and you can replace it, the ink. Yeah. yeah, the the and most often you. How often do you use a? I've gotten one from you, Mark, Christopher, uh, a few other people. People have sent me pens. I don't use them. Yeah, they're nice. Oh. They're they're I use them. They're keepsakes. Use, they're treasures. I use the one that uh, your wife made for me, Bill, at my shop. Yeah. That's it's the one. I, I have a couple of pens at home that I've gotten from different people that I, I use at home and stuff. But I, the only one I have at the shop is uh, I use it so much I had to replace the ink in it the other day. Dang! I have and to tell uh, and I was like, oh no, I'm out of ink. What what to do? What to do? I was like, oh yeah, I have a drawer of like 20 pen kits over here. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, I use the one Tim gave me all the time because it's got a good story. Whenever I take it out, like for on a business trip or whatever. Oh, what this pen that I'm shoving into your face? <laughs> the story about this is that it's from the Ernestina. Oh, very good. So would that That's be something? Uh, a quick cash thing too is by making sure that whatever you make, especially with reclaimed, have a story to go with it. Oh yeah, if you can, yeah. uh, it's like good that anyway. If you're setting up that booth, 
you know, outside in front of the box store or whatever. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I got hung up on Christmas ornaments. So yeah, a bunch of $5 Christmas ornaments. And you can say, this is made out of, remember the Johnson's Barn? Because you're like, your shop, you're local now. Remember that right. building that used to be there that now is like a, you know, a Starbucks? Like, this came from that, right. you know, or, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, you know, take this home, bring Christmas, you know, our, our town with you to, you know, into your, into your Christmas uh, traditions. Um, that's, a, that's, you know, $5 ornaments out in front of the box store that, where the, the Johnson Farm used to be selling those all day quick and simple signs are also another um yeah. mm-hmm. low yeah, cost buy some stencils yeah uh, or make I mean, them. yeah that uh, state nonsense you know like cutting out your state out of like a pallet wood glue up yeah yeah people love that crap they do you write home on it yeah I sold a bunch of those I, I i would sell them with um push pins so you could put the push pin in the state where you live uh, oh that's clever yeah um, Could you on, maybe glue up a uh, cork onto it and make it a cork board in the shape of your state, and then you make it like a push pin? You ooh, know what I mean? like, that's a good idea. I don't think I've seen that yet. I did chalkboard it, once. It doesn't um, have to be your state either. I know uh, our buddy Frank Snyder is—he um, makes a, a beautiful living off of making these uh, lake. You know, the, it's basically oh, a board. Yeah, the, the he carves things. it yeah. out. He fills it in with the beautiful epoxy resin. Yeah. 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 Um, so it doesn't have to be your state; it could be your town. What Jackman just did some weird thing like that with uh, DC, didn't he? With the yes, he did a DC yeah. map. Yeah, um, that's I different. Like that's like you really need a CNC or a laser to do that. I'm trying to keep this like quick and easy on the cheap because that right. was probably like three right. hours. But of if laser you time if you did yeah. if you did your state and like Tim said, outline where your town would be. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I had one that was kind of. Probably more specific, maybe tool specific, but for Phil, but anybody could and practices a knife sharpening, blade sharpening. Uh, I was thinking of your workshop that you have. Put yeah. that up on Craigslist or Kijiji or whatever your weird Canadian thing is. And it's just like, hey, you know, holiday turkey knife sharpening, five bucks, but you know, five bucks a knife. And uh, lawnmower you know, blades, 200. Yeah. $200 <laughs> a lawnmower blade. But uh, no, but seriously, like I met a guy at a like a, one of the homeschooling dads in the area, and he's that's like basically what he does. He goes to shows and he sharpens knives. Like they know he's there. People bring their knives in. He's like, yeah, I'll sharpen yeah. anything. You know, there's a truck that goes around. Yeah, with mm. a big bell, and they were like, is that ice cream? No, it's just it's these a, murder sticks. <laughs> it's a knife guy. <laughs> but uh, but. Uh, but seriously, that's something like if you because you have that workshop, it's like it's not a it doesn't big, doesn't sharpen knives. It's only for chisels, chisels and planes. And, yeah. Yeah, you can't. I mean, maybe you could do I, knives with it, but like I, I don't think know. there's an attachment for that you can get. Probably. I just I don't know. That's not for me. I didn't say you had to. I'm just saying you're strapped for cash, and you. You, you said know, I had to. Your kids are going to be hungry. You could figure out how to sharpen some knives. You can let your kids go hungry. It's up to you, Phil. Whatever works for you, you know. First of all, those little fatties could stand to <laughs> skip a meal or two. I'm sure I could figure something well, out. Well, mm-hmm. along the same lines, you can just put yourself a little cart together and be a tinker and fix, like, pots and... Yeah. Yeah. You could you could do that. You know, you that's a real the, thing, the right? Back in the day. Tinker, tinker, tailor, soldier, spy. Yes, I learned that. Oh, okay. There was that movie. There's also uh, Bill the Glazer. You know who the Glazer <laughs> was? Yeah. Pottery yeah. glazer, yes. Nope. So, are we That's saying nope. we've run out of ideas? Or? Nope. Pottery glazer. No, nope. we're up to we're up to tinker and glazer now. Yeah. Yeah, glazer is a dying fell. art. Yeah, it's the windows. guy that, yeah, the guy that puts the windows in the the uh, the putty around the window. It's a it's a skill, you know. The little metal tabs go in. They put that putty around. It was like a real a real skill to do that. 
Which we can all do, but not like a real glazer, you know. It's kind of like a oh, welder. Oh, is that a callback? That's a callback? Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, doing. we can all stick metal together, but we can't all be welders. <laughs> that was pre-show, right? That wasn't even the podcast. So what about um, specific? If you know you're good at making something and you've made enough of them um, that you can do them quickly, that's another thing to, to keep in mind. Phil, you can whip out a, a whiskey box probably a little bit quicker than when you first started. I could, but I'll be honest with you, those those kinds of gift things lose their value tremendously unless the desire comes from somebody outside, right? Yeah. For me to say, I've got these boxes, and I start pushing them out, the value's like 30 bucks. If someone says to me, I really want one, then that's when the value's 300 bucks. But I can tell oh. you what does work really well is step stools. I could push those out for 50 to 100 bucks all day long. Okay. Well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. If you have something. Yeah. Yeah. But, but but again, you have that skill set now. The first one you made probably took you a lot longer than what it oh, would take you now. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't square or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah now it's for sure. Yeah. It's you know not my favorite thing to do, but it's like if you're in that pinch and you want to make make some cash, it's it's cutting stuff. Boards. Yeah, no cutting boards or but uh, it's it's uh, stuff for kids, uh, stuff that's alcohol related and stuff that's yep. iPhone related. That's yep. the <laughs> well, and it's stuff that's personalized too. I, I mean, yeah. no matter yeah. what you if you if you, you can do personalize ma- on the fly, yeah, yeah. If you can make a cutting board with you know Larry's name on it, Larry is going to buy that. You know, and if you can if you set up some chance, board, I'm going to bump into a Larry though. Well, you make well, a cutting board, and you, you have the capability to make it say Larry by the time he's done right. shopping. He right. pays you first before you carve his name in it. You know, right? That's right. You know, yeah. Go inside. Go inside the box store. By the time you come out, it'll be ready. You know, say Larry. You know, just bring your bring your. 36 by 24 inch laser cutter with you <laughs> i have a feeling if i was in a pinch and i had a little i mean not no time but i had enough time i can i could probably throw together a couple of cigar box guitars and um either at at you know if you know someone that has a business that would allow you to like i i can put them in the salon right and have them yeah there. that might so if you know somebody that has a business where you can show your wares that might be a quick way to make some money as well. Mm. Hand car washes will let you do that too. I see. I don't know, like if that's everywhere, but the ones that we have here, mm-hmm. there's like a cork board where you put your business card, and I'm sure if you strike up a conversation and the item is small enough, they'll put it behind the cash and maybe even show it or put it inside the display and consignment or whatever you yeah, give consignment, them. Yeah, consignment. Consignment. Uh, they actually have yeah. consignment shops all over the place here. So, yeah, you know, going back too, to but the- for clothes. Going back to the booze-related, like the local liquor stores. I mean, those are always independently locally owned. You can go put your stuff in there. Not here, they're not. Oh no, not yeah, so that's true. In some states, they're uh, they're state yeah. regulated and stuff. Um, right, but like the, New Hampshire in, or Maine, which ones? Uh, New which Hampshire's one's the the, the duty free one. But it's still it's a local guy that works there. I don't know if they can sell stuff that's not on. The, I don't think so. Docket, it's a pretty. They're pretty strict. It's a huge one. Yeah, I'm thinking the one in New Hampshire. It's like it's a it's like a supermarket. It's Huge that one of those two off yeah, the highway. It's, yes, it's uh, alcohol, cigarettes, and fireworks. There's like these three. There's like warehouses. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really nice. They upgraded it. <laughs> well, let's step down from the alcohol. Let's go coffee and find a local coffee shop that's not a Starbucks or a sure something. Sure. Oh, and yeah, like all your you signs know, there. Give them every every link. time you go in one, you'll see that there's local art up on the walls. Yep. So. Yeah, and uh, local uh, um, the uh, local foam. Uh, stores too, like places to do repair and cell phones. You might be able to get some stuff in there. I mean, they're usually you know, chains as well, but it's like local people that are there. Yeah, I don't You're know. Man, like I bet you I could. I bet you I could. 
Challenge accepted. I think I might try just to just to prove Bill wrong because he was just so quick to shake his head no. I just because the, 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 the image I get is the kiosk in the mall and it's like all those guys want to do is and, and I go to those guys because they yeah, will thousand percent margin kind of items. Oh yeah, yeah, but they're also but they're, they're they're way cheaper than going to Sprint or AT and T or something yeah. like that. You know, there there the are two store. stores in town I'm thinking of, and one is like no chance. But then there's the other one that like they they felt like a little bit like oh they might. Because I think the guy that worked there, he would do it under the table, and he just, take uh, the, you know what I mean? Like, we're not, we're, we are not advocating for illegality here. Hey, we are talking about doing what you got to do while you got to do it. Well, yeah. in that case, there's a local bank down the street <laughs> where you could get a loan. Yes, um, where, where you could get a loan. Hmm. Okay, but you guys have these uh, you break I fix kind of places for phones and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so kiosks. those are the kinds of places. That's kind of what I was, yeah. That's right. Okay, so that's right. the kind of place that would yeah. be willing to wheel and deal. But see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think these guys would, at least in my experience in the Bay Area, because these are usually a kiosk in the mall or they're a little store in the mall, and they, they don't need that because they're making money hand over fist. They're fixing these iPhone screens. They're putting screen protectors on for you for a fraction of the cost. They're busy all the time, so they're not going to yeah. want... They're just. Yes, I, they also I, were selling accessories. Like the one I yeah. went to, anyways, when I did it a couple of times, was they had all kinds of accessories, like headphones and charge cables and all this stuff. But they're and, buying and that stuff in bulk, and they're paying pennies on the dollar for it. So you're agreed. gonna you're gonna come in there with half a dozen uh, iPhone holders or you know cell phone holders, and you tell and, the guy if you sell these for thirty bucks, you keep ten. Yeah. And so now he's and got sixty bucks in his pocket if he. The guy's like, I'm going to make that much money installing one screen protector. He yeah, might or he might not just because every other place is going to have yeah. the exact same accessories he has. Yeah. So now he's got something. Now it's like, it's like you you know how it is. You walk down the middle of the mall. It's like plastic, 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 plastic. And now he's got wood. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I think they're Rich too commercialized. Mahogany. I think you have to find a much more independent mom and pop type. Oh, you're going to do better there. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. those places are mom and pop where I'm at, but. I guess well, what you're saying. What I'm saying is they're not. They're like, you know, it's it's just there's a, it's a it's an 18 year old sitting on a stool in the middle of a kiosk in the middle of the mall, and he's just whooping these things out left and right. Huh. I've seen that hmm. too. Yeah. I think that Agreed. I think that there's there's somewhere in between as well from the two things that, hmm. you know, between like his Canadian guy wearing a beaver pelt, you know, fixing <laughs> out behind the gas station. Why are you laughing? And. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I, I can picture, shall we move on, or do you got more, Bill? No, I was thinking of Phil in a beaver pelt sharpening knives with a rock. Hatchets, sharpening hatchets. Mm. What's the deal with you always thinking about me in beaver pelts? I told you last time it's creepy. Everyone's got their thing, man. It's whenever okay. you don't shave. You've got, you look like a mountain man right now. Burly, so, so burly. Burly. If you had plaid on, I don't think I could be in the same room with you. Yeah, I get that all the time, actually. Yeah. I'm wearing plaid. Uh, <laughs> I'm always wearing plaid, though. You're not what I would consider, you know, the ultimate uber manly. I'm going to stop now. I'm just. Hey, you're talking to Tim. You're yeah. talking to Tim right now. Yeah, I but I'm going to stop. Comment. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> you're not burly. You're tall. You're lanky. You're more like Daniel right. Boone. Yeah. Yeah. He was tall and I lanky. I think we have two new ones this week for uh, reviews. Correct. We do. Um, do you want these are Americans? I will leave them to you guys. Okay. Right. I, I have to look. Um, Unless Tim 
What, unless Bill I isn't can, getting to it quickly enough. Yeah, I can do one. Tim, you well, start with the first one. <clears throat> okay, uh, this is from uh, Dan S. at Landimal, I guess. And uh, yep. it's Masterclass in Chop Busting. Chops Busting. So Dan wrote, These guys every week deliver a great podcast that will make you reevaluate every dumpster you drive by and everything you're about to toss out. What you might miss at first is that this podcast is a masterclass on how to properly bust your buddy's chops. I didn't say, should I say it or should I bleep it? Bleep. Bleep, okay. Actually, I'm going to say, I didn't say bleep. This is a clean podcast. And then I'm going to put a real beep over that. Remind me to do that. Mark that down. This is smooth. Okay, one. Point. Oh, real smooth. You're gonna bleep your bleep. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep my yeah. bleep, <laughs> and no one's gonna know because we didn't talk about it. You just uh, said bleep bleep. <laughs> okay. Uh, they'll riff on each other, diss each other, but stop and genuinely help each other out with some amazing tips based on experience. Keep up the great work. So that was actually a really nice review. That was right. Yeah, that that was yeah. pretty accurate too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still I'm still scrolling here. It's, well, you just change it to the listing to most recent, and it comes to the top. You click on date. Yeah. What? On my phone? Okay, I'm going to go. Okay. <coughs> Why don't you do it? The, the author is Ryan Grim Squeaker Ridgely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good name. Yeah. The title is King of Segways Drinking Game. And I guess it's meant to be like capitalized S W A Y like square, but he spelled Segway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the review goes as as follows: uh, What is more enjoyable than listening to episode 161 of the Reclaimed Audio podcast? Take a drink of your favorite beverage every time Loot says it takes two. Pro tip: Get a big glass and make sure it's full. <laughs> I guess you said it takes two a few times. More than twice. Mm. I believe that All was right. the name of the podcast uh, episode. If I'm not what was the name of the podcast episode? Uh, takes two. Huh? There you go. You know, you don't have to say <clears throat> the name of the episode every time you speak in that said episode, though. Concerning it takes two episode, um, we felt the need to say so. Twicely. Because mm, I wasn't there. Right. Once bitten, twice shy, Tim. Three sure. strikes and you're out. Sure. What uh, what would you say grabbed your attention this week, Bill? Oh Lord, um, you know I've been busy enough. I I will say this that um, the crowds seem a little bit friendlier this year. I haven't seen that real. It's been very busy everywhere you go in every store and every business uh, as it usually is. And normally it's just uh, people, right? Um, I don't know what's going on, but in, in the, here in the Bay Area, people aren't as um, jerks as they normally are. They're actually kind of friendly. So maybe the economy's doing better. People are just feeling better. They're able to spend a little bit more money this year. I hear all of that on the news, and um, mm-hmm. maybe they're appreciative of that. So what's grabbed my attention is the niceties that uh, people seem to be able to spend. Wow, well said. Um, Tim, what about you? You know what's noticed, been grabbing my attention is how freaking mean everybody's been lately. <laughs> <laughs> bah humbug. <laughs> no, um, I don't really have anything. Uh, so I'm going to say one that I say a lot. Like, we all love TED Talks. But what I like better than TED Talks is the TED Podcast, the TED Radio Hour. 
Um, yeah, because like the podcast or the talks are like 20 minutes long and they're like very focused and and um, I think it's Guy Raz is the host he takes like a, a a bunch of of topics that are related and he breaks them down and he talks to the person and it's just like more comfortable it's less luxury um, I just the latest one <laughs> uh, I thought was great and, um, and but there was one thing that really stuck out is because just a couple weeks ago I was like going off on my thing about eating bugs or whatever <laughs> and, uh, and the, he w- there was a guy that was talking about pigs and like the, the pigs place on the farm uh, is to eat food waste and like they, they were sort of engineered to do that and um, it, it was this whole thing about like so you know all these food scraps because that's the big thing is like the, the productivity of meat Right, but you know, um, but so it was like like listening to this whole thing is like, oh wow, maybe there's a place for like bacon in the future, you know, of of you know creating a more sustainable uh, like food economy, you know. And I thought that a lot of people would perk up to hear me <laughs> say that. Wow, <laughs> including Bill, who sat up, he finally started listening again. But it was hey. like it was interesting. It was really interesting to to uh, like uh, just an interesting, and that's what I'm all about is like like looking at things and thinking about things and not getting stuck. And just what we think things should be, and uh, and the TED talks are all the great minds that are doing that. That are like, not yeah. just like, well, this is the only way. They're like, well, let's look at other things. Let's, you know, and that's what I like about that. It really keeps you open minded. Interesting. Hmm. I think uh, this time next year, Tim will not be a vegetarian. He will oh, not no, be. No, no a I don't eat meat because I don't like it. He's going to be a porkitarian. 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 I don't eat meat because I don't like it more than anything. That was what, like, the, all the environmental stuff kind of it just came later, you know. Do you want an interesting factoid? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do I have the option to say no? <laughs> no I, I, was, I was thinking about it. And... I'm going to give you an interesting one. <clears throat> Cow, chicken, pork are the animals when their food, we call them beef, pork, and poultry, right? Mm. Why is that? That is because the aristocracy in the uh, the British aristocracy was actually French, you know, at the beginning. Hmm. Uh, or not at the beginning, but somewhere, I think, after the Norman invasion. Anyways, so what happened was is the people growing the animals were English. So they'd call them the English words. Chicken, whatever, beef, uh, not beef, chicken, cow, and pig. But the people eating it were French. And the words for, you know, pig is pork. And hmm. the word for cow is boeuf and poulet. So yeah. that's that's where we get those words from. So great, great story. Wow. Fun fact. Wow. Fun fact. There's um, if if that isn't a segue into why people should pay us money on Patreon, right there Phil. to learn about ancient British history and what to call your it's animals. Not ancient. Yeah, that's like that's like, well, listen, that was like 1400s French when the Normans were in charge. Yeah. I mean that was yeah, that's not ancient. That's 600, 700. Years. <laughs> That's not ancient. Ancient is like BCE Rome. You know, that would be... Or, you know, yeah. Egypt 10,000 years ago. That's ancient. This is within 700 years, not ancient. Anyways, uh, I agree with Bill. That was a phenomenal factoid. Thank you, Phil, for that. <laughs> uh, and uh, something got my attention this week. A uh, come, come for the facts, repair. stay for the humility. <laughs> That's right. I'm the best at it. Um, what grabbed my attention this week was uh, vacuum repair. Uh, video on YouTube. I mean, we were thinking about, my wife is already on Amazon looking at new hoses and they're anywhere between 160 and $300. I was like, hold up. Let me just check this on YouTube. As it turns out, turning it to the left made it turn on. So 
Thank you, YouTube, and access to immediate information. I, I have no it. doubt that you can repair that switch as well. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, there's a... Jeez, there's a website. It's like uh, centralvacuum.com, whatever, because uh, I, I was bought parts off of it years ago. We have a central vac, but then the motor ended up going, and we just never used it again. It's an older one. Mm. But, uh, yeah, there's all these funky switches and all these specific parts and stuff, and they sell them. Amazing. Okay, yeah. good. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out williamlutz.com. Check out timsway.net, and check out newperspectivesmusic.com. Uh, contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, uh, all that good stuff. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up at Twitter, uh, sorry, on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us them reviews. They will get read out loud. We do love you and we do love them. Uh, on reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, there is a link to be able to launch iTunes and leave a review right there. So I've made it super easy. Um, and patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. The absolute best way to keep these three guys chugging along year after year laying out some of the best podcast tracks ever <laughs> what some people of the best don't get to... french european history ever what That's what right. you people don't see is when phil does the the uh, patreon thing he's every single time phil you do the little head tilt is the best way to help three guys That's it. It's so cute. No one can can still see. You're describing it by doing it. No one can see that. I I know. I'm just saying. Phil does a head tilt when he says the Patreon shtick, and it's adorable. Adorbs. Absolute adorbs. I'm just saying. That's what you want to hear from a man who's 200 pounds and six foot. But anyways. Yeah. Adorbs. Adorbs. I'd like to throw a shout out to Stan Pierce is having a little sadness in his life, and just let him know that we love him and uh, wish you and your family well, Stan. Generic shout out. Cheers. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to say to that. But all right. I also wish Stan the best. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, I guess on that on that note, uh, thanks everybody for listening this week, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye everybody. Be good, including or don't. you, Stan. Or don't. I was being nice to Stan, saying or be don't. good, Stan. Stan is good. He's great. We love Stan. Yeah. And be good means like feel good. You know, as well. Well, say feel good. I'm stopping now. Please.